The Frame Center Podcast. Okay, so welcome to the Frame Center Podcast. And today, uh, me and Scott are fortunate enough to have Kelly Broderick and Kelly Russo, who just so happened to be showing their artwork alongside of this podcast next door in the uh, gallery space here at the Frame Center. So I'm really excited to talk to them. I got a lot of questions. I've already warned them. Uh, and <laughs> I think it's going to be a fun conversation. So here we go. Welcome, Kelly. Welcome, Kelly. This is going to be the only confusion we're going to have is like trying to... For all the listeners at home, this will be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'll no just Kelly. be, uh, you know, give you a little push. Kelly one and Kelly two, yeah. Whoever wants to answer can just yeah. answer. Exactly, right? Yeah, these will just, just be very general questions exactly. that both of you can uh, answer. Right. So I'm excited. I think the show next door looks awesome. Dina did a great job. Again, as she's been doing fantastic, putting all that stuff together. I already so got tons you, of compliments from customers coming in to see it. So, you know, even before you guys opening reception night which is on Thursday yeah. April 13th nice from 5 to 7 there we go <laughs> just so for the listeners at home we're going to have this out before that so yeah already a couple dots over there too right Hot, some so nice hot pink yeah. dots. Yeah. I like the hot pink touch. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I like to see those. All Dina's doing. She's, <laughs> the gallery is her baby, so she's done fantastic with it. I think we have a couple sheets of different colored dots over there. So. Great. Okay. Yeah. It was super easy to work with her. Today. I know we've already got a lot of people that want to come back. They've been taking the cards from the front door like Great. crazy, so they all want to come back and meet you guys because they all want to talk about, like, what each piece means to you and things like that because with the abstract right. stuff, everything means a little different to everybody. So, right. you right. know. Good to hear. You guys both went to Mass Art or the classes in Mass Art, or I went right after high school. I went for, yep. to Mass Art for painting, and I got my bachelor's in fine arts. And then being like twenty something and yeah. waitressing and working at a restaurant <laughs> to make yeah. money, and I'm like, this yeah. is it. It's a tough thing to do. Yeah. There wasn't like social media either. I feel yeah. like that has like been a game changer yeah. for artists too. So I did some graphic design stuff, and I just didn't love that. It's tough. It's very restricting. To it's like too much computer, and that yeah. was not <laughs> where I wanted to be. So I like took a trip to Cuba with Mass Art, yep. like after I graduated, and we ended up working with kids there. Oh, and cool. That was like my turning point. So I came back, back to Mass Art. Yeah, got my teaching certification and um, started teaching actually right here in Hanover yeah. at the middle school. So yeah. my students used to have. Art yep. shows in the gallery, which so yep. it's like totally <laughs> full circle. Yeah, yes. yes. that was the name of the show too, right? It was, right. Yeah, that was. Uh, do you miss the teaching? Or is- I do miss the teaching. Yeah, the kids are super fun. It was fifth to eighth grade too, so you got like all kinds of ranges. Oh, I was gonna say yeah, the personalities <laughs> and abilities and things like the that. Creativity is in full flow at that point without right. anything to block them on it. So, exactly, yeah, that's awesome. Exactly. So. As I was teaching, when I went back to Mass Art, got my master's, and I was able to paint a lot then, too. Yeah. And then my family started to grow. I taught for like eight years, and then we had our first child, and then second, and then third and fourth. So Jeez. basically, <laughs> was raising my kids oh, for a while. Home, right? And, you know, with four kids at home, it's yeah. like you have like full time students. And like my own art class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then, you know, obviously I didn't have too much time to paint, so I would 
take a class just to like force me right, to like get out. Mm-hmm. So we're lucky enough to have like the Social Arts Center and the North River Arts Association and mm-hmm. amazing artists and teachers around. So yeah, yeah. We've, we've said that several times in the show. We are pretty well saturated in this area for our Great. groups and mm-hmm. a bunch of different teachers and everything. So there's right. always something available for somebody to take and try, which is nice. Absolutely. Right. And how about you, Kelly? You do any teaching too? Or is there any teaching background? No, not at no. all. <laughs> um, I do like children, but no, I have not <laughs> ever taught. My connection to Mass Art was more when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. I would spend my Saturdays at both Mass Art and the museum school when other kids were maybe yep. doing like soccer practice or <laughs> yeah. cheerleading practice. I spent the day doing the Mass Art Saturday studio classes yep. and the yeah. museum school Saturday studio classes. And then I got my BFA from Syracuse University in design, mm-hmm. actually in surface pattern design, which... Really, I made that choice based on getting a job afterwards that yep. paid mm-hmm. and had benefits and things sorry. like that. Yeah. I know, I know. I was very <laughs> responsible. Well and then I spent about 20 years as a footwear designer working in the sport and fashion space. What, what shoe company? All, a lot of them. I mean, yep. the Boston area is rich with shoe companies. Mm. So I worked in-house at a few and then did consulting for mm-hmm. a few others around. So so you that actually, was, like, drew the shoes? Yeah, and picked like, the colors and materials. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it translates. Mm-hmm. The only problem, I would say, with it was that I spent a lot of my creative energy doing that. During that time, I rarely painted. I would say I took 20 years off from painting. Yeah. I would take, like, a ceramics class or something here and there, but I spent a lot of time in Adobe Illustrator and drawing shoes and yeah. working that. It was great. I was able to travel and... I don't have any regrets about it, but it felt really nice and like coming home the first time I stepped back into North River Art Society <laughs> to just take any painting class for my mental health. I was like, oh, yeah, oh, this yeah. feels good. Yeah, well, when you're doing something that you have to do to certain restrictions and things like that, I'm sure that cuts back on like, it has to follow this design. There's only these many colors allowed. And then when you want to go home, the last thing you want to do is play with more colors and do a thing. I did that all day. I want to do something different. Yeah. yeah. So being able to, have something else and do art again as a hobby, I'm sure was, yeah, it was felt much really more good. fun. Yeah. <laughs> now, are you both from the South Shore originally? Or you said you'd come home to North River. So. I grew up in Weymouth. Weymouth yeah. And I grew up in Quincy. Nice. So, social Now we're yeah. both in situ. <laughs> 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 okay. Nice. Now, in the, in the connection, I had heard a rumor that you guys were both in Kelly uh, McDonald's class. Is that <laughs> correct? Is that, where, is that where you guys yeah. kind of connected? Big shout out to Kelly McDonald. She brought Big us shout together. Out to yeah. Kelly. Yeah. Another Kelly. Just to make it very clear. Yeah. We were sitting in front and back of each other with masks on. And oh, like, true. I think we both admired each other's work online, mm-hmm. but had never met. And then I was right. like, oh. You're Kelly Russo. Right, yep. right. Jody uh, Regan had mentioned that she had had a connection where she was seeing all your work and, yeah, added the confusion of Kelly McDonald. <laughs> Throw it in there. But, yeah, no, I mean, I think you, the work complements each other really well. I mean, especially the way you guys, you know, everything was framed with, like, the black and white floaters and— Nice to know that a lot of the colors to kind of speak for the pieces themselves, but also like you've got one that's really fully concentrated in the space and one that's much more open. So you got also opposites at the same time, which I right. think is really nice as well. Right. Yeah, I think Dina did a great job of taking a lot of abstract art and mm-hmm. helping to make it make sense together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know? Yeah. She created like a beautiful color story. Yeah. yeah. No, she absolutely. Really Do you guys take classes over with Kelly on a regular basis, you know, here and there. I know that a lot of people like to take those classes just to kind of keep motivated and to, like, hear other people's voices. I did the abstract class. That's how we met. Yep. And I think I've always been an abstract painter, but 
I feel like there's not that many abstract classes out there. No. Especially around here, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe it's becoming like a little more, more popular. More yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe a little more popular lately. But so I just kind of wanted to see like even when I was doing painting classes at Mass Art and like we start with all the basic stuff, like mm-hmm. still life and portrait and landscape. And there's I don't even remember taking like an abstract class at <laughs> Mass Art. You yeah. know, you just kind of followed like, your own way and were supported with whatever you wanted to do. And like obviously the professors would encourage you to like check out different artists and things like that try different styles try different styles yeah but um that was like the abstract class but i do love to do i have taken kelly's plain air class too Mm -hmm. and with oil paints i just feel like i do paint abstractly but i do also like to i've taken portrait classes in oil and i like to go out and paint like realistically not that i feel like it's my style but i feel like it kind of like Sharpens your tools a little yeah, bit. Yeah, sharpen your tools. Yeah. Like, I have one of her paintings, and I've seen her stuff oh. all, but it's done, like, loose, but not, like, an abstract at, like, the level of, like, you know. Kelly can paint anything, yeah. is what I would say about Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> she can paint a Dunkin' Donuts cup and mm-hmm. a donut mm-hmm. with beauty mm-hmm. and integrity, and it's stunning, and she also does a lot of abstract work as yep. well. So she really... Mm. I feel like the abstract stuff is kind of newer for her, too. Yeah, well, I mean, if you have something, like, I know she sells a lot of donuts, right? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you have something that's working and you're supporting yourself as an artist, like, you, I mean, sometimes the other stuff that you do that's, like, more of a passion might get I think she's leaning more abstract, but she floats back and forth between abstraction and realism. And I will take, like, a workshop or a class whenever I can. Mm -hmm. Much like Kelly said, I think painting in community and with others, like, Mm -hmm. is always good for you. And taking classes that push you in any direction is always good for any artist. Mm -hmm. I don't think staying in one, even though abstract is where I really feel comfortable and confident and it makes me the happiest. Mm -hmm. Like, there is something great about painting a lemon once in a while or a landscape. Right. Yeah, I mean, you just want to have all those tools in the toolbox, yeah, right? Like exactly. Just, you know. Yeah. Abstracts are a great way of getting a mood out onto a piece of your current mood and feelings out onto a piece without having to 100%. take a general form of yes. shape of yes. something, you know? Yeah, I almost don't understand how people can't do it. Like, it's just such a release and like... Well, uh, a lot, I mean, so many people think that art has to follow an exact set of rules and it must right. be just like stay within the lines. You've been told all your life, you must stay inside the lines. Can right. only and to go outside those lines is sometimes difficult for people. It's to, so right. freeing. But and that's the so thing, fun. it is. It's much more like <laughs> right. open, like, you know, I do the liquid acrylic pores. Oh, yeah, yeah. Know, yeah. Pores. And sometimes it's just about a color palette you happen to be feeling that day or just a certain mood. Sometimes men are dark and, you know, mm-hmm. kind of depressing. Sometimes men are bright and vivid and lovely. It all just depends on right. what I'm feeling. And I feel I can get one of those out much faster than I could if I'm working on one of my watercolors that might take me four to five weeks to paint, you right. know, depending right. on. And you got to wait for things to dry and go back. With this, you can kind of blend, mix, go, let things right. dry. Right. If it cracks, it's great. Oh, that adds to it. You know, right. it doesn't yes. really matter. It all just depends. There can so. be a lot of play with it. That's right. the thing, yeah. 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 yeah so I yeah. find the first part of it the most freeing and the most fun is when you're just getting the beginning out on the paper yeah. or the canvas. But I think sort of as you go back and forth with the layers and you're trying to hone in your color palette and your composition, yeah. it can take time. Sometimes I stare at a painting for weeks. Yeah. I love building Carry it around my house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love building a color theme for a piece and right. figuring out where I want to go with it. And then it's even better when it comes out the way. <laughs> in my, my <laughs> mind just, it's a little more frustrating when the wrong colors come out on top. But, you know, it's... 
you learn from it every single time you do one. So Absolutely. I think Damien Hurst actually just started to do poor paintings oh, yeah. too, which oh. is like the artist Damien Hurst yeah. was like, yeah. you know, they're fun. They become like very does. popular lately because <laughs> it is something that zillions of dollars. They always say that but. everybody can do, which is how I found it. I found it online watching a random YouTube video. Right, right. You know, up until that point, I was doing acrylic painting right. or you know for landscapes or watercolor. Right, right. And then right. I found those, and I was like, oh, let me try them out. Right. And I was like, oh, this is kind of awesome. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's like 500 different techniques there's no yeah. single way you can make one you know yeah. and you can blend different pieces together i've done them with like acrylic paints and house paints oh, yeah, yeah. add splash of nail polish add <laughs> it, you know it doesn't really matter because right. it, it all is going to end up making it the unique factor in there so cool. it's pretty fun give it a shot i feel like with the abstract stuff too like some of the painting i used to do which i haven't done in ages it's just like for me like my process was kind of like just like getting as much paint and color as i like onto and then like letting something kind of come forward and i felt like the stuff that i like always had like the same type of uh feel to it like what i would see i'd always like try to find like a figure or something like okay. that in the process i also used to drink a lot when i would paint <laughs> <laughs> It was also like a, um, I don't know, just like a kind of like a relaxing thing for me. It was just yeah. like, I'm going to go downstairs, be left alone yeah, and, yeah. and start to just trying to create something. Yeah. You know? um, since I gave up drinking, it's not as much. You know, I, have to, I had to give up painting too. Um, <laughs> come on, come back. Come back over. But no, I mean, I, I, you know, I still mess with things from time to time. And then hopefully once the store is up and running and all of my social media duties are right. done, I'll right. return to it at some point. We're in like a you know such a great community yeah, for that totally. sort of uh, thing. I think that it seems like it'd be something to easily to come back to. Yeah, widely yeah. accepted and easily uh, found where yeah. you can you know work on something. Like, like I that. said, right. I gave up painting for twenty years. Yeah. I walked back in, and the smell alone, I was like, I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back. Right. Right. You guys are lucky. You're right in the middle of citrus, right in the middle of Cohasset in Marshfield. So you, totally. Did you take? Classes from Kelly in, in Marshfield, or is she teaching both? Like, a lot of the teachers seem like they teach in both of the uh, facilities. I think she's just in Marshfield. Just in Marshfield? I think okay. so. That's where I took the classes okay. with her, too. Yes. One of you guys is, is going for a residency at South Shore, or is it uh, applying for a gallery artist? So I applied in October yep. and was accepted as a gallery artist. Nice. I'm actually showing a little bit of work in their lobby this month as nice. well. And I think— the next application round is in April. It's next week, yeah. Next so week. I'll be bringing stuff. <laughs> I know, it's hard to believe it's week. already April. I know. Where did March go? I know. Right. Their facility is fantastic. Wonderful. The, right, um, yes. And they've had so many other, like, I've been able to show paintings in there, even not as a gallery artist, but yep. just as some of their... They have jury shows, and then they have just some open things as well. Yeah, too, and the so. big festival coming up. Both of the At the, yes, <laughs> yes, there's a lot. We, we keep sending <laughs> each other all the dates and deadlines for I'm going to make a calendar things, for next year. Right? Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're working it's on a lot to so. keep. Well, that's the thing. We even, the one that we put together, we try to collaborate with all the different art groups in the area and okay. have them send yeah. us. And like, you having a show, send me the things so I can get in an email, send me pictures, right. images, time, dates, anything you can. We'll put it on our calendar so that we can build a kind of central hub for all the different areas That's right. really in smart. the South Shore because right. it's tough. There's so many and sometimes they overlap each other. Right. They all and, overlap uh, each yeah. other. There's, <laughs> there's barely any breathing room between right. one type and the next. Right. Yeah, and everyone kind of crosses, right? Like yeah. Everyone, yeah. It's not like you don't want to... All right, I'm only going to be a part of this artist yeah. association. Yeah. <laughs> we want to be a part of that whole like community yeah. on the South Shore. Absolutely. Totally. I haven't totally. made it to the James Library show yet. Yeah, it looks no, amazing. It does look that cool. facility is really cool. Yeah. Like for showing artwork, mm, it, come a long it looks way. Beautiful. Yeah, we were just over yeah, there. Yeah, you too. guys did a great. Like I know you guys. Yeah, we're a sponsor. And, yeah, yeah okay. I mean, I'm trying to make a point to like go to all of the. Sh- anyway, I, I 
like art. Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm fortunate that we're, you know, we're here and we're involved in like that scene, but like it's a nice excuse for me to leave for a half a day and go over to, and see the stuff and yeah. just like grab Elizabeth and we'll take, or Claude and we'll just take some pictures of the that's stuff that's in there and then we can kind of, you know, help give back to the, the artists that have stuff framed by us. Yeah. It's like right. a nice way to like show where their stuff is. It's that's also right. really nice to see this stuff on a wall in like it a is. gallery setting also. Yeah, and trying to pieces. encourage people right. to send us pictures of right. like stuff hanging in their homes after it's finished yeah. too because it's, you know, we see the product, but it like when you add it to like a wall at somebody's house or in like a, the James is just like a cool backdrop. I feel like with like books and stuff like that right. upstairs right. and that older space downstairs, but it's cool to see that stuff alongside other artwork as well, right? Which makes it like sometimes challenging to hang like a show like that where there's like a wide uh, variety of stuff. I know right. Bill and uh, the woman that helped him, they did a great job lining that stuff up. I mean, I think. It pairs well together. It's probably it's still complicated, but you don't have like this random uh, right, you know, like, right, like perfect mark, still life yeah. or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like, all right, where the heck are we going to put this? What does uh, this connect to? Yeah, we right. kind of run into that problem with the Hanover Day show, but oh, uh, you right. know, where it's just a mix of everybody from of the social area. Right. So in all uh, different frames, too. Exactly. Like, yeah, it's not yeah. all just we the same style. We tried to be frames. cohesive with yeah. our frames. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think you, it, but it definitely works. And that's the thing with this kind of framing for an abstract, you don't restrict any of the pain. There's nothing covered. Right. It's open and flowing. And, right. I, and with abstract, it's supposed to have that kind of open field. If you have it feel constricted and limited by the edge of a frame or behind glass or right, anything like right. that. I mean, I know you have a few pieces that are behind glass, but they have that just natural, neutral, white, black, you right. know, nothing that's either it's either complementing and enhancing a color that's in there, but nothing feels overly restricted in, in any of the pieces that I've seen that you've got hanging. Right. So, And that's a tough thing with abstract. You never know one, sometimes people don't know which way to uh, yes, yes. orient the picture, yeah. you know, because yeah. one person sees something in one direction, right. one person sees it in another. Yeah, my husband has definitely hung things the wrong way. And yeah. are, like, oh, yeah. my favorite. Well, I tend not like, to sign my yeah. pieces. I never I know what someone's going to like. I just don't understand. How can you not see it? <laughs> orientation. So yeah. I signed everything on the back and then let them pick which way they want. Oh, okay. You know? you no, I'm very specific. Yeah. I, I know exactly <laughs> how. I'm like, I'm signing this. <laughs> What's the process when you're working on some of the stuff? Staring at a blank yeah, canvas, you, what yeah. do you do? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I think we both start in a similar way where with one color paint or mm-hmm. mark making tool, charcoal, something, yep. just sort mm-hmm. of do some gestural or some intuitive drawing. And yep. then I tend to like to mix some water in there, some crayons in there, just to sort mm. of break up the space and get the canvas activated, as they say. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes it's really a conversation back and forth each layer. Like yep. you get some marks down, you look at it in terms of form and color, composition, but the beginning part is really very intuitive. It's yeah. really just So when drawing. you finish a piece, is that you're like, oh, this is exactly what I had in mind. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, so it's... I think if you start a painting thinking of what you have in mind, yeah. it comes out that way. It yeah. looks kind of forced. Right. Versus yeah. if you really just respond to each layer. Yeah, yeah. constraining to an idea versus, a, like you said. It yeah. comes out in a much, the painting feels much more alive and much better. Yeah. the same? I don't think I'm as free as Kelly is. Like, I feel like I have, like, my kind of language of shapes that I kind of mm-hmm. repeat and love. And, mm-hmm. like, I feel like also sometimes if I get stuck, I'll just, like, look at a bunch of other work. Or, you know, Kelly does, like, her daily paintings and does um, uh. also, like, 
the grid things oh, yeah, with grids. like yep. kind of warm, warm up. up exercises. I've kind of done something similar, but on like these little wood panels, these eight by eight wood panels. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I have like stacks of them now. So sometimes I'll even pull them out like as like a you know, catalog <laughs> of um, things like, you know, so sometimes I'll start from something like what works in this, like what's not working. Mm-hmm. Um, I like those marks. I like those shapes. So sometimes I do have a little bit more of a reference and don't just go mm-hmm. for I it. I do the same thing with my stacks of daily paintings. Okay. Like if I get stuck on a painting, yeah, I'm yeah. like, okay, I'll just pull a stack out. Right. Like, what do I like about this? Exactly. Oh, this scraper tool. Or, oh, yeah. what do I like about this? Oh, I did kind of a whitewash over some of it. Or like, right. you kind yeah. of, mm-hmm. there is something freeing about working on a smaller piece or a paper piece right, that sounds right. ridiculous that's right, like right. freer no, than our big abstract sense. paintings yeah. Yeah. but there is something more freeing about working smaller working on paper that right. like if you screw up who cares yeah. and then the technology is cool too because you can look at a piece and like there's those art stage rooms that you can yes. like but sometimes if you like blow it up big you're like oh that actually would work that would yeah. work really big <laughs> yep. or sometimes if it's like you don't know what yeah, some if you do it in a small scale first and then work with it to go bigger right yeah on, you yeah. don't always know you so. may add more or change <laughs> exactly I mean, I don't usually like that. Usually doesn't work for me. Yeah. If I like it small composition. Yeah. If I try to do it big again, sometimes I feel like it feels forced. It's good for reference. Sure. Just in the back of your head, like, oh, this like ratio of this is good. But if you try to like copy a small one and make it big, big. I rarely have success with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) For me, it definitely changes a lot. But I feel like sometimes if I'm like just stuck or something that's like it's helpful yeah I follow several groups online for doing abstract artwork and they okay. use those programs all the time to say like boom this is what it would look like right I mean above a sofa just, or at the yeah. base of a stairwell yeah. Or in a yeah gallery space that kind of thing I right. think that helps especially if you're working alone in your studio mm-hmm. to like check yourself a little like yeah. how close yeah. am I to done on this piece when you sit down to work I mean do you have the colors already kind of mapped out or is that too same thing you just some days there's a seed of a plan for yeah. me like I kind of feel like I have my go-to colors, but then I, like, mix them up and... Well, I feel like yeah, there's some, like, so I mean, this like, looking through everything in there, it's, like, oh, it's not like you have a palette that's totally consistent, yeah. right. right? I tend to work with a pretty limited palette mm-hmm. most of the time mm-hmm. on one painting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One painting may have max, like, five colors, but then mixed infinite colors from yeah. that. Right. I don't tend to just put every yeah. color on the palette. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it really is amazing how much color you can get from like a limited palette Mm -hmm. too and I feel like especially with abstract too like it just helps to like create more harmony in the Mm -hmm. whole piece if you have like a little bit of that cad red mixed with the blue or something Mm -hmm. like that so it's not just a kind of straight mix out of the two kind of oh yeah now do you find you have to mix more than you feel you're going to need for that particular painting so that if you have to go back over and layer over everything you can do it or (laughs) you just go do you go straight from tube or do you do I mix everything on the fly fly. I use what I have then I mix some more I feel like color matching is one of my superpowers Mm -hmm. so if I need to rematch it it's fine if you're only working with a limited palette you can kind of remember even if you don't write it down I can be like oh that must have been cad red and paint gray (laughs) and cad yellow and like maybe I put black in there or whatever and I can recreate if needed but I think especially in some of the pieces that are more monochromatic having the tones and textures even the slight differences in colors and the blending is what makes it more interesting when you look up close Mm -hmm. versus if I had one pot of the same mixed color I think it would look really flat yeah no I don't do the pots I know this plenty of people that do but again I can color mix pretty good Yeah, (laughs) I used to love when that was one of the things I liked about teaching like if they were doing like a certain project and wanted like you know if they were working from a 
another artwork or something like that, I can find yeah, that it's color. Fun. Yeah, it's really it is fun. It is. It's like a, a little bit of a challenge. Oh, sure. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, even if you have a very limited, I'm like, I can still get there somehow. Yeah. Just a little bit of Same. black and white. <laughs> and then how about like when you, people are interpreting your pieces, do mm-hmm. you want them to see something specific or do you just want them to find something in the piece that, you know, like this is what it is or are you, is it kind of left for interpretation? And To me, my biggest compliment I think I received on one of my paintings was someone who like told me, I don't understand abstract art, but I can't stop looking at this painting and mm-hmm. I really love it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wonderful. Right. Yeah, like, it's more feeling. about a feeling yeah, exactly, and a, yeah. you know, right. an appreciation. And if you don't like it, that's also fine. I think people would respond to different paintings right. more, again, on an intuitive level versus saying, I see a bunny rabbit in there. Mm-hmm. Right. I see a martini yeah. glass. What about you? Yeah, I feel the same way. Like we've actually had this conversation about how like if you're doing something super abstract and very loose and then you put like one horizon line and oh, people yeah. are like, oh, yeah. it's a that's landscape. A landscape. <laughs> you know, it's just like, <laughs> oh, yeah. you just, that one little horizon line, just you can do whatever you want yeah. and nobody will question what just are you doing? What are you music. thinking about? What yeah. is going on? <laughs> but for me, it's just like, I think it's almost like, um, Think of it as like play and like just like have fun with like shape and color and see mm-hmm. what happens. And um, yeah, definitely not thinking of this is like, I mean, I do have some landscapes over there. Yeah. Not dogging the landscapes. But, yeah. <laughs> no, but your uh, landscapes are very much abstract. Right. And, and they're still about color and mm-hmm. texture and yeah. shape. Like that's more important to me than like making it look. Yeah. Um, and people see what they want to see in the landscape. There are things right. that they like in landscapes they see in the yeah. painting. That's what they'll pull right. out of it versus right. it being like, that's definitely a hydrangea bush or exactly. like that's, yeah. you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. I feel like, you know, people get a visceral reaction and that's mm-hmm. a good thing. And some people can't get there. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that's okay that's too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you're not spending a lot of time trying to explain to what the pieces are to. No. no. It's almost like cooking. Like once you have the ingredients and know what the ingredients will do, yeah. then you kind of are free to like just play. Yeah. And if, you know. Like, I know when, like, a piece is done. Yeah, that one that you don't go that one extra step too far. And go, right. Oh, no, like, when you look it. at yeah. all the spots and you're like, okay, it's uh, yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's I carry, the, I carry the painting like around my house sometimes and, like, put it up okay. in the kitchen, like, as I'm cooking dinner. And I'm like, I do like you. Mm-hmm. Or, like, right. mm, you're not quite there yet. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. more paint. Or, like, always looking at it in the morning with fresh eyes will determine, right. like, right. yes, you are complete. Or like, actually, no, you need one more thing. Right. Oh. That was the hardest thing for me was to learn not to futz with things. Right. Yeah. Like, let it be. Let it dry. Let it, let it see how it's going to yeah. be when it's fully done. Yeah. And don't try to correct it right now. Right. Yeah, especially always, if there's parts that you really do like. Exactly. Too. It's always the part that ends up getting ruined. It's right. the part you love, too. It's like, <laughs> I can't get that back now. Right. But I must say, too, like looking at these, especially like from seeing all yours online, but looking at them up close, it's like such a different experience. Oh, it's always different too. than a 2D image on yeah. the screen. No, it really is. So. Color, texture. We always said this. Thing, it's one of the things that's difficult about a lot of the online submissions. Right. It's like, how yeah. can you get the feeling and the impression mm, yeah. of the scope of a piece right. unless you see it in person? Right. The picture they may send you may only be a six by six, but on a screen it can look right. you know, sure. huge. And in person it feels much more, you know, you pick up the delicate textures and the layering right. and right. The, yeah. the simple brush strokes that you don't pick up if the highlight's not yeah. hitting right. it the right way yeah. versus something that's a photograph that's, you know, huge, but right. on a screen now it's small. It's like, again, you lose that the scale. That scale, the is, scale. And even the colors like they don't translate oh color never translates everybody's monitors tinted something different you got the darkness up darkness down brightness up right yeah I think one of the things that's interesting about this style of painting that Kelly and I share is just the richness of the layers and the texture and the history that's there as we build a painting Mm -hmm. there's so much 
you can look at it from across the room and be like, oh, I like that. And then when you get close, you're going to discover something new right. yeah. every time you look at it. Is it like the part of the community of like, is this piece finished? Or if you're working on something or you're kind of on your own for that stuff and just come together for... I mean, I wouldn't hesitate to ask Kelly that. If I right. needed advice, <laughs> I would text her. I mean, text. I feel like that happens in the classes, but like yes. outside of the classes, probably not as no. much. Yeah. I feel like I ask her for more technical. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we call each other be like, what website right. software like, do you think you're going to yeah. use or pricing? Or, yeah, know, like, like that, that. Like that kind of stuff. Having somebody like that to bounce things off of, that's it's like, great. it makes it so much easier when right. you know somebody else is already in the same boat as you for that right. kind of thing. Right. My website is actually going live Ooh. today. Nice. Which would be? It's KellyRussoArt.com. There we go. And um, Susan Davis at SHD Marketing, they Uh helped me. Stephanie McDonald, who works for her, Mm -hmm. helped me put it together. I tried to do it myself. I know Kelly did hers and all the power to you. But I just couldn't. I just was spending too much time trying to teach myself how to do it. Yeah, it's a lot. And and I know what— Trust me, we know. that's, (laughs) That's one of the things that I know what I wanted it to look like. I just couldn't. I actually, I took a class at the Collective Co. in North Situate with Kate Bowler, who does a lot of social media and like she wrote a cookbook, that kind of thing. But it was about like your own branding, which Mm -hmm. I would never approach my art as a design project. But having the history that I have working in the design industry, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, (laughs) I need to make mood boards for how I want my website Mm -hmm. to feel. Oh, I need to pick this font and this. And like, so I treated it a little bit like a design project a year ago. From a technical standpoint, I don't know that it really works properly, but um, you can see my work there. (laughs) Well, your website is great. I think both your Instagrams uh, that you guys use, I mean, you... We're trying. Yeah. (laughs) No, but I think, I mean, it has a great feel to it. You know, I mean, Instagram's a great outlet for all artists to show. Especially if you have like a painting you're cranking out at least one every day, you know, just to have like that um, collection of work for somebody to see. I mean, do you feel like you sell a lot because of... Instagram and the website, or do you? I've been surprised. There's plenty of things that are more yeah, sold I've been on su- there. Yeah, no, I've been <laughs> surprised that it's worked, I guess. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a process. Um, as an artist, I'd rather be painting all day, but yep. you know, it is important to carve out a certain amount of time to sort of sure. make sure that if someone wanted to buy something, it's available and I know how to get it to them. And someone wanted to buy a large painting recently, and I was like, how do I even ship yeah, it? Yeah, how do you so ship it? Yeah. we're learning as we go, I would say. But in addition to reaching customers that maybe we wouldn't be able to reach, it's also been great to connect with other artists whose work you admire. And right. like, I am like, oh. There's been art. a couple of people that I have no idea who they are, different artists on Instagram that are yep. going to come to the show. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, yeah. Yes, there's another abstract artist on the, like, right. right. yeah. show. I was like, yeah. I can't wait for your show. Right, like, right, I can't right. wait to meet you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We talk so often, but yeah. I don't know who you are yet. Right. Yeah, exactly. right. yeah. No, so I mean, I think social media can get a bad rap, but I also think there's a lot of good in terms right. of connecting artists and connecting communities and that's connecting buyers. That's the benefit of it, yeah, because there are people that can't get themselves away to get to the galleries or to a place that you're selling or they may be on the west coast and they want to you know see your stuff being able to have a place where they can go and view it is great and a place that you can get it onto easily enough that you don't have to fight tooth and nail until you can get a whole thing up built where you can like you said just go in and easily drop your new pieces into and have them on display yeah the social media was the best way for that it's actually been the best thing for a lot of new artists i've seen yeah i think it opens your your audience right and then it also fortunate enough to know a few artists but it also like (laughs) opens the door too like at least you have something on there. There's a reference of what your work looks like. You can put down like, oh, what the sizes are, a price point. You right. know, so people understand if they're. I mean, I, I don't know how many questions you have to field or 
from those things. But like, I think having all that stuff out there is like, it eliminates some of the tire kickers, right? Like it's, <laughs> oh yeah, that's great. And then like some people don't understand the value and some of that stuff. And right. you know, not that there's anything wrong with that. People spend what they want, but it eliminates some of the, oh, I can't afford that painting or at least have a point of reference sure. of like, maybe I'll be able to save up and get a, one of those pieces because spending money on artwork, I think is also important. Like, Right. I think about all this stuff constantly, but like, you know, if it doesn't cost you something, what you're not getting that value, right? Like think of it as an investment and well, something yeah, that you love. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, yeah. you know, if you could just have every painting, like what yeah. would it, right, you know, right, what right. would the, you know, you know, treating it with care or like presenting right. it in the right place. I mean, they're one of a kind. So obviously that's needs to be treated the same way. I don't know. I think about these things and then you, the same thing is like you have all the artwork of your children, right? They're like a personal value to you. I, I mean, I feel like you need to spend some money on the artwork if you're for it to have a value. Yeah. I don't know. These are weird it, No, I think I it, it, was something, <laughs> it was something that we talked about and that I was thinking a lot about in terms of this show because obviously we have some bigger pieces, both yep. of us, that right. are mm-hmm. more of an investment. But then also having some paper pieces that are framed that are right. more affordable or mm-hmm. some smaller canvas pieces True. that if you wanted something, you know, for a cute little shelf, you want a little mm-hmm. taste of the artwork, right. but not a huge one, right. that we tried to make sure that we have some of that available as well. I think it's fun to do a Large is in right now, though, too. I tell you, it's, it's, <laughs> as you can tell by our space for storing all our artwork when people bring yeah. it in, there's little <laughs> little space left for anything that's not 18 by 24 or larger. Right. People are looking for larger statement sure. pieces right now. So that's the the hot ticket item that I've we've seen. Well, I would say we have a few very big ones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> got some decent sized pieces yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, those great. But smaller work is important too because, like, mm-hmm. how do you how do you oh, start? Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, that are I always think of things like because I'm thinking about frames too, and like you know oh, the yeah. aspect of like a gift or something like right. that. Yep. I feel like somebody's like, oh, I really like Kelly's work. I think that Scott would love right. it too. Like, buy him a, like a, a painting that's like yeah. th- you know forty by forty. And be like, here you go. Like, then, then <laughs> I thought you like, might like this. Yeah, yeah, not back of my door. door. No, Scott. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, having so. like a smaller piece, it helps some introduce up the artist, or like you're not like some of the bigger pieces. It's you'd have to have a room set up around them, right? Whereas right. like some medium sized pieces and smaller pieces. It's like you can love the piece and you know and you're going to find it. Your home. Yeah. 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 We have people say that all the time. It's yeah. like, you know, how big should I go with this? I'm giving right. you this as a gift. I'm like, I wouldn't go any bigger than 16 by 20. Right. As you know, gift, anything larger yeah. than that, you know, kind of have to have a designated space for totally. it, yeah. you know, to have totally. it fit properly without it being like wedged between two windows with an inch of space on either side. It just right. doesn't look right. It doesn't right. fit the space. Totally. I was thinking about all these like white kitchens around here, oh, too. Yes, and yes. I'm like, some of these bright like Art people probably wouldn't think of that, mm-hmm. but I'm like that needs to be one of our marketing tools. We, yeah. <laughs> we have a lot of people that actually frame stuff and they go, "I want it for my kitchen." And yeah. the smaller pieces are great for that, and it's smaller right. multi pieces. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Three. 12 by 12s, okay. you know, like yep. over the breakfast nook or right. whatever, you know, right. things like that that people want to have just, they want to keep it minimal, right. but they want to have just a splash of color. A little splash of color, the kitchen yeah. is an underrated place to put art. Right. Because like, Everyone always worried about it getting wrecked from, you know, you cooking. But you spend so much time in your kitchen. And right. so if you're when I go home, I spend several hours for dinner, you might as well be looking at a small right. piece of art. And you're thinking of the, about those staged pictures with like, the perfect fruit, like all this big, you know, the fruit and the just to add some color to it, but like, right. why not put some art and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> something other than live, laugh, love written on your wall, you know, or something. Yes. You know? <laughs> yes. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but. <laughs> right. Yeah. That are poorly done painting, mass produced paintings of uh, some uh, sort of fruit. Or oh, yeah. Right. Festival. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, and I think that. 
Speaking of cooking and like like the ingredients aspect of the paintings, I mean, I think that the motion and like that sort of thing would translate well into someone's kitchen. So yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. So let me think of some other questions. You want to? Uh, I thought when you said you had a lot of questions, there'd be like a list. I like that no, it's just I, off the top of your head. <laughs> yeah. No, I can't. It's too structured. <laughs> yeah. You have to do it off the off the off the cuff here. Yeah. Right. When you were also talking about like the investment aspect, when you price the work, do you like fall in love with some pieces and then you don't want? Like, <laughs> is that a part of the decision making? A hundred percent. Yeah. I saw an artist who does a lot of classes and stuff online say your price should be something that if you sell it, you're not sad about it. Right. And I thought that stayed with me. But at the same time, I sold my favorite painting I've done so Mm. far recently. And I hesitated. And then I was like, you know what? The creativity is infinite. Like, Mm. I'm going to paint more. So this should not be staying in my house. Yeah. It should be enjoyed. It's in a beautiful home that was just freshly renovated. And I'm like, I love this painting, Mm. but Mm. go forth. Yeah. 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 Live your best life painting, you know? (laughs) Just letting it go. So, yeah, there is an attachment to some more than others, and the price might reflect that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's nice to see them. Oh, there's pieces I've held on to for a couple years, and I'm like— I'm not as in love with this piece as I was when I first made it because maybe it was the first one that came out the way yeah. I originally yeah. intended in yeah. my mind that I yeah. saw like the colors all worked perfectly. Right. I can't get rid of this. Right. And then it's like, well, you know, it's all right. And I could use a little extra money, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of factors. And again, mood too. Maybe yeah. the mood I was in is a mood I don't want to be in anymore when yeah. I see yeah. it. So it's, but somebody else may really enjoy yeah. or pull something different out of it. So. I spent years with keeping my artwork in a big portfolio, like under a bed or in my <laughs> attic. And so therefore, like putting it in the world feels very freeing and kind of crazy to me mm-hmm. at this yeah. point. But also, like maybe that's exactly how it's supposed to go. Not right. stay living under your bed yeah. or in yeah. an attic portfolio. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like sometimes the harder pieces to get rid of are the ones that like maybe you had like a breakthrough moment mm-hmm. too. True. And you're like... I need that yeah. around a little yeah. bit longer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have the smaller pieces to give you inspiration mm-hmm. and like as references, you right. said too. So, yeah, I think that that's. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other pieces of, of mine that I'd like. Oh, I, I'd want an absurd amount of money for some of the things because I'm not yeah. producing anything. But right. <laughs> the other pieces that you sell, I've noticed like a lot on your site. You know, plenty of sold or not available anymore like do you feel like you have a connection to the people that bought them or are you in some cases yes and in other cases it's actually exhilarating when I like mail especially my daily paintings which are pretty affordable and easy to package and mail Mm -hmm. when I mail them off to some state with a human that I don't know (laughs) I think like wow you're living in a house in Michigan right right, who knew a stranger bought that so there's an attachment but also again like it feels good to know that they're mm-hmm. living with a stranger somewhere in a yeah. nice home. Do you like get involved in the conversations with those people that are buying them too? Sometimes they'll send me an, an, a photo of like where it ends up, which yep. I like. And yeah. again, this isn't happening like a hundred times a day. So it's yep. easy enough to right. respond and sure, yeah. have a conversation. But no, I, I think about like people buying art and like, because there's such a, I feel like sometimes people are intimidated by it, right? Like they don't know about buying art or like, you know, just seeing what people frame and how they frame things. Sometimes there's, I don't want to say like lack of creativity, but more like lack of confidence in like sure. knowing what you like and why you like it. And I think that sometimes when people buy art, I think it's nice to know who the person you're buying the artwork from mm-hmm. is, or at least like have a, 
thing in your head about like this is Kelly. She's gonna be like yeah. a famous abstract painter, you know, or like you're finding their stuff before like the masses find it. Like I feel like sometimes that's like a a nice selling point because right. the people are buying more than the painting. They're buying like a something. Yeah, the story. Created, mm-hmm. It's right? personal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It is very personal. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you could sit and you could go on any website you want to art.com and buy some totally. $5 print and put something up because you like the right. color palette. Yeah. But if you have a connection to the artist and you know the story behind it, how long it took him to work it, if you saw a progression of like, this is how it started and then you yeah. watched the artist work on it for a couple of weeks and they put up snippets of it's almost ready and, so, and then here it is and then you can say like, here, watch this. She started this in January and it went all the way to, you know, mm-hmm. right. this. You can, sometimes I find more interesting than, like I said, the yeah. five dollar print from Mark.com. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I and then to... those things get so flattened out too. Mm-hmm. Like again, like seeing the stuff in person, mm-hmm. there's yep. so much more depth yes. to everything. And I mean, at the same time, the person who bought my favorite painting was like, I like it in the photo, but I haven't seen it in real life because it was right. you know, yeah. sort of magical. Okay. And I said, Take it for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Hang it up. Yeah. Look at it. Live with Spend it. some yeah. time with it. If you're gonna invest in it, I want you to like it and yeah. not from a one inch square on Instagram. Right. Yeah, you know? we know so, several yeah. artists that will actually go to people's homes and like, here, put it up. Let's see how it looks. That's what I did. Right. If it doesn't look right, then why would you buy it? Why would I want oh, yeah. somebody to, you know, hate it every single yeah, time you they want walk by? To and feel look good at about it. your purchase. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because that's the, I mean, from the frame standpoint, like, yeah. right? Like, you almost have a billboard in the. I know Mike will do that. Yeah. Like, Mike Sleeper goes and brings yeah. people, things to people's homes to, you know, if he's okay. goes, if you're going to invest in a piece of my artwork right. and you want to see it in the space, I am more than happy to bring it to you and I'll show you one or two different variations of something I have that will maybe you thought it might look great for that color palette you have in the room and it didn't end up working or but there's never any problem with that that's just how he works that's part of his I think it's very easy to do when someone's local you know I mean but that's the best form of advertising right like as a happy customer that's proudly displaying your piece in their house yeah and everyone who comes over it's in like a great spot exactly they're going to be apt to talk more about it what is this (laughs) oh that's Kelly's and you know who is Kelly? And having that, uh, you know, and then they go onto your Instagram page or your website and they find more out about, and maybe they get that connection too. And then and it all starts from, oh, well, I saw your piece at, you know, so-and-so's house or in one of these shows at one of the, right, like right. one of these local art associations. I mean, I feel like I've bought in a number of pieces <laughs> from people. That, one, I see like the stuff here, but, you know, also I'll see it in shows and people that I that don't actually even come in here. There's a, like one or two. Yeah. yeah. I'll see them in a couple shows or I'll see it and be like, all right, well, I, at least I have that person in my mind because yeah. like I like their work and then mm. try to get to those shows early to, yes, you know, right. to be the first in line to be able to purchase some of this stuff. I think that's happened right. to both of us recently too, where you saw something in a show that you wanted and didn't get it. I know it happened to me recently where I was like, I want that. And then I thought about it for a day and then it was sold. And I was like, ah, but next time I'll be quicker. (laughs) It's true. Yeah. The thing with original paintings, you know, once it's gone, it's gone. So don't don't sit on it and wait. If you like it, there's a reason you like it. Grab it. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's a, I've, so I'm fortunate enough I get to hang a bunch of the shows too so like, you get the preview the preview before the yeah. preview we had that happen during our Christmas show we had some more people oh. want this one piece and somebody had actually bought it like the first day it went oh. up and it had a tag on it oh, and yeah. they're like oh, wow. we want it it's like well it's gone she's only got one piece in the show I can't you know right. and we had a once that one sold we were like your piece already sold do you have something else you want to bring in to put yeah. up in the show put something else that one sold oh, and wow. it was like okay alright so people are like That's she's great. like I didn't think anybody would like this stuff. I'm like, again, it's all depends on what people yeah. are coming in to look. Right. That was a, a Motley Crue show, a little bit of everything, you know, yeah. all in the smaller sizes. But that's when people were 
especially during the holidays, and more. That was a great show. Right. That yeah. was a great show. There it was, was something for everyone in that show. I like yeah. that very much. Yeah. Yeah. Another feather in Dina's cap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that a was a great idea. Yeah, I mean, it's a hard thing to find original art for a decent price right. <laughs> in an area where you and, can get out and lovely framed already. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So Ready to gift. Right. <laughs> exactly. Well, we've talked about you guys putting stuff on other people's walls. What's on your guys' walls? That's a subject we like to touch on Ooh. with everybody. What's yeah. a favorite piece one of each of you guys have on your wall? This is like where you might have to edit. I'll have to find <laughs> yeah. the other <laughs> But I did buy a piece from last year's the South Shore Art Center, like the Gala Night, Mm -hmm. and um, their big show. Yeah, and it's in my living room, and I love it. Nice. Is that the the preview before their festival? It was at the festival. Yeah, it was the— We went to the festival party. The party. Mm -hmm. The one in June. Yeah, that that was like one of my first, like, kind of investment pieces, Mm -hmm. I guess. Like, yeah. yeah. But I love it, and— Who's the artist? That's what I gotta. I gotta oh. look at her. I gotta. <laughs> what, that's what the was, edit. What's edit. You, know, you said it was like a turquoise color. What is it like? It's yeah, it's very abstract. It's, it's, it's nice, oil. Okay. It's thirty-six by thirty-six, probably. Also um, a decent size. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. big size too. But it just caught my eye, and then I visited it a few more times. And yeah, you liked it that night, first night. <laughs> I'm trying to yeah. remember who some of the pieces. It wouldn't have been like Page Rails back. No, or it's not Page. Page. I know she yeah, had 36 by 36 in like those turquoise um, colors. I feel like, like, yeah, no, I feel like yeah. she doesn't have an Instagram, so I don't know her. Like, I just saw her work somewhere recently, and I was like, oh, that's the artist that Kelly bought the nice painting. <laughs> but I can't remember it either. <laughs> I actually, but I hadn't met her at the social art. I think we took a did? class together too, like years ago. Too. Oh, no. that's nice. Yeah, yeah, that festival was good. We just that was the guy. Uh, was it? I'm trying to remember his real name. Go, Pro Black. It oh yeah, Rob. The, they Rob. Uh, oh yeah, Rob Gibbs. Song? Rob Gibbs. Oh, Rob, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah that was that an was a interesting fun night. show. I guess I wasn't paying close attention. I didn't see you guys. I, <laughs> I, 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 was, I bought uh, Nancy Colella's piece. Okay. That night, it was interesting to hear him talk, and yeah. you know. I mean, it was an unbelievable party. Right. It was great. Mm. On my wall, which is interesting, I inherited a piece from my mom Mm. that's a Roz Farbush floral painting that has taken on more, like, sentimental value since then. I love the work. It was a painting my mom bought, and then both Kelly McDonald and Paula Villanova and a lot of their contemporaries were students Mm. of Roz. So there's, like, a full circle connection (laughs) of, like— did you know Roz at all? I think I met her years ago through another family friend, yep. but I didn't know her well or personally. Did your mother paint with Roz or just my mom was like, no? My her? mom did not paint. My mom was creative in many other ways, mm-hmm. but she did not paint. She just loved the painting yep. and had a friend who was another student of hers. So mm-hmm. it's a great piece that I sort of accidentally have, but yeah. it has Roz, some full circle connection for yeah. me. Yeah. Roz Roz is like one of people my that something you grew up with seeing all the time. No, or she was bought it? it when she didn't live with us, but oh, okay. she lived with us and. It's mine now. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so one, one of my favorite pieces in my house is done by Roz. Roz is oh, amazing. Yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah, she was unbelievable. She was a very interesting person, too. Like, I, again, that's like another person that I'm like fortunate enough to know. She used to come by friends, like all frosted silver 22 profile yes, meals. That's exactly what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that was like her. Yeah, you know, that was like, would, she would come in and like she'd call me and order them and like she'd order yeah. like 10 at a time. And I'm thinking to myself, geez, what, how, what is she doing putting these together? You know, then they'd be recycled and they'd be paint all over the sides of some of them. Um, but yeah, she was like super interesting. I, that's cool. The piece of, in, Paige, I know was a, uh, you know, student art. There's so many people yeah. took classes from her and, the trips to, what is it, somewhere Mexico. in Mexico, yeah. yeah. But I have a piece of hers. It was uh, like the back of a police officer that I bought. And when I bought that, at the point where I bought it, it was definitely like a stretch for me to like yeah. 
to pay for it. And I see so many of her pieces. We still see people come in and bring them in. I actually have a piece that my dad painted, now that I'm thinking of it, mm-hmm. too. But he used to paint, like, he used to go down the basement and watch Bob Ross and paint. All the yes. So I had some, like, in my room as, like, a kid. And then, yeah, I have a piece that's, like, framed. And then another piece that I love is, actually, when I went to Cuba, there was, like, an outsider art fair. So it was, mm-hmm. like, just people that just yeah, paint. They're not, like, mm-hmm. uh, going to school or anything. Yeah, yeah. So I have, like, this, it's super bright colored. It's, like, a... Chicken and an egg, and I I love that painting mm-hmm. too. So, so oh, yeah, I say it's like art. you know artwork can invoke with either place you were, a memory, totally, you had totally. totally. Yeah. yeah, we always try to collect something from travels and Trips, things like that. Yeah. Not necessarily a painting, but like an something. art piece, like a wood carving yeah. and things like that. That's one of the great things about working here. We get to see so many interesting pieces come in from different right. you know, different materials. Yeah. You know. From painting on bed sheets and, and <laughs> pillowcases to okay. you know full on hand carved dried leather that you know came from their okay. <laughs> you know okay. farms like you never know what you're gonna have walk through right. and every time we think we've seen it all we get somebody throws a curveball at us have and some you know shoes I need to get framed yeah we've got I a do. couple of them <laughs> that's <laughs> so great from the back from the days of no, right they're not. Designed? Yeah. no my best friend from childhood um, worked for the UN for years and brought me a pair of like children's shoes I believe they are from. She's going to be mad at me now. I think they're from Libya, mm-hmm. but their children's shoes, like, they're beautiful. They're mm-hmm. absolutely, like, handcrafted, beautiful, tiny oh, very cool. shoes. And I've been awesome. meaning to bring them in to be framed, so yeah, I'll do nice. that. <laughs> yeah, Perfect. We've definitely framed shoes. Oh, I know. Yeah. There's yeah. a whole catalog in there of uh, <laughs> really? old images. We can show you some different variations of cool. ones we framed up. So I need to get them up. We can even do them in such a fashion if you wanted to take them out and put them on. Yeah. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> it, it wouldn't fit. <laughs> a little locking Just a little, just the toe. Just a little toe. Awesome. But. Well, I'm excited you guys came by. I think that this was uh, awesome. I still have, like, plenty of questions and would love to get feedback of, like, the pieces you have behind you, anything that you could tell us about. Or I don't want to put I you can, on the spot. I can tell you uh, about my painting here that's behind us. This one is actually, I think... I was like leaning towards like a few of which ones I like the best. And this one's kind of the one I'm leaning at at the moment. So I did this painting actually in a workshop that we did together. Okay. I don't know if you were there that day, but Kelly told us we could only paint with one okay. color. Ah. And I resisted. <laughs> I said, <laughs> no. I said no. No, I was like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and I rebelled against it and I didn't want to do it. And I was a little bit grumpy about it because I do rely on color so much in my process mm-hmm. and I love color and I love the mixing and that part of it and I didn't want to just mix ultramarine blue with black and white that sounded so terrible it's one color category um, right it's all in the blue tones sure but then I did the painting and then I was like okay I like the painting yeah. fine fine you were right <laughs> um, <laughs> I struggled in the beginning I didn't want to do it mm-hmm. and then I ended up really enjoying it and yeah. appreciating just the value and texture and things that maybe get lost when you put more focus on color. Right. Yeah. So, right. And I feel like you learned something from this painting because like some of the style with the big black like repeats in that huge piece that the you one have you got downstairs. To, that's the other one I like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, on the so wall beautiful. downstairs. Yeah. yeah. But like yeah. you probably learned Those learned pieces a lot are from harder that, from me yeah. than that black and white one downstairs. Yeah. I think I snuck a little color in at the end because I Yeah, there's definitely some like pink shimmer <laughs> and some <laughs> green yeah, shimmer yeah, underneath. Subtle yeah. But again, like there, yeah. any fundamentals of painting like it's good to do a palette cleanse once in a while. It's good to take away all the things that you rely on and just go back to basics and do a more monochromatic or black and white piece. Mm. And 
they often surprise me that I do like them in the end, even right. though it feel resistance in the beginning. So. Yeah, I like the piece downstairs a lot, too. You know, what was you were saying you saw in that one, Scott? So for like, me, that one that has the black in it, yeah. the larger piece that's downstairs, to me it looks like someone standing in a something like a kitchen yeah. off into looking into like a fully opened room from an open-concept kitchen into a okay. living room. The pink that you were saying actually yeah. takes on like this phantom outline of a mantle and a fireplace to me. Okay. Like you're standing in a kitchen— all the lights turned out. Everything's black. That room is lit up. Mm. So it's all shadow in one room and then you're going into a room full of light and a lot of color and everything. Right. I it's can't wait for, to go look at it again. I stare at it every day because right. I sit yeah. right across from yeah. it at my desk. So I see it. It's, it's like, it's all I think of when yeah. I look at it. It's just yeah. like, Well, that just know. goes to show like how much depth that she can create mm-hmm. with just like those simple colors yep, and just simple, simple like layers. layers. There's so much depth, right? Yep. That you can see a whole entire room. Yeah, it's, right? it's just funny I, how something like that will pop in your mind and that's all you can see. That's right. just, you know, that's what yeah, I see when I was looking at, that, look at it. Like me and Scott were, t- you know, we were fortunate enough to hang around it in a frame store with Arthur <laughs> on a regular basis so we could discuss these things. I, that right. one, I, the first thing I thought of was like the Klein paintings and like okay, one of the Klein yeah. paintings at the MFA where he's mm-hmm. got like yeah. the, those like really heavy black brushes. Right. Yeah, mm. but yeah. his are just like on a raw canvas. Yeah, and it's all about the black. Yeah, but that's hers what, that, have like so much more. Depth. Yeah, more color. Yeah, but yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hers is way but that, that was you know, Thanks, that was what I you know, saw in it. And then it's right. interesting to hear like you know to have something in your head and then you're discussing it with a colleague, right? Or, you know, somebody whose opinion you respect a lot, and to hear oh, how they you. interpreted yeah. you know the same type of thing. That's what makes it fun is you can. See different things or feel different things. Well, that's what things, I love about it. There's yeah. just so many different things. You can, like you said, you can see things so many different ways, which is great, you know. Yeah. I want to hear about this one, too. Yeah. So, I used to, like, not title anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe that was, like, a mass art thing, but nobody titled anything. Yeah. Everything mm-hmm. was untitled. That's so tough. I just That's sometimes kinda, the hardest part of the so piece. Is this, untitled? Right. this is No, this is actually titled Pressure Drop, which is, like, a Jimmy Cliff song. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but sometimes I'm not thinking about that beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I kind of... You still I, have a lot of references to music. And a is, little bit, yeah. Is that yeah. important? I used to listen to so much music when I painted where I feel like now I'm like I'll either like listen to like a podcast or mm-hmm. even like a book or something because yeah. um, it's like quiet. you know quiet and the time and things like that mm-hmm. but I've had a lot of fun with the titles lately I feel like I kind of enjoy making the titles yep. and usually it is like afterwards like I'll look at the piece because again the, with our kind of style and way we approach it I don't think there's like a preconceived like vision of what's going to happen I title mine after too yeah (laughs) when you come up with that title do you feel like you're trying to guide the viewer it just reminded me of that I don't know it just reminded me of that like even like literally kind of like the droplets and things like that Mm -hmm. and then just just kind of reminded me of that kind of feeling and that kind of like type of music flow too I think we definitely had to do now that I'm remembering, well, maybe one of my first abstract paintings, like, in my basement was, like, doing it to, like, a Bob Marley song back in high school <laughs> nice, or something nice, like nice. <laughs> I feel like I can see, like, a head or, you know, and, but I also feel like you can feel like, a, you know, with some of the shapes, almost like a like, cityscape or... Or, like, uh, yeah, or some, like, kind of music vibrations, yeah. things like mm-hmm. that. I have definitely referenced, like, a landscape a lot and mm-hmm. um, even, like, just, like, drawing from life or... Like drawing and traveling. I was going to say, I get a very like abstract that. still life kind of feel yeah, from a lot yeah. of the pieces. Almost mm-hmm. like, you know, a bunch of items, like a bunch of different bottles or vases, <laughs> yeah, yeah. or yeah. like, that's yeah. just the impressions I yeah. get from it when I look at them. This one that looked to me like it was just like, I don't know, it was um, almost like a shopping cart of okay. overflowing boxes and everything, like just 
fully packed cart, you right, know, as you're leaving right, the supermarket right. kind of thing. It's just, right. again, that's where my mind went when yeah. I saw it. It has a lot of reds you were hungry in it. That okay. <laughs> well, it has a lot of reds in it. There's a lot of reds on a lot of labels. You're going to shop in the store. Exactly. Right. Yellow, exactly. <laughs> that's like design 101. Exactly, right? right? That's what McDonald's does so well. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. Well, again, I think that hearing those stories behind them and like knowing what the artist thinks or like what people think when they view things is like a, just such an interesting thing. Well, I think we have our cover photo for the uh, yeah. podcast episode. We'll use yeah. those two pieces. Yeah, and we'll, absolutely. Uh, that way people have a reference for if they, if they see this first, that'll be the first thing they're introduced to and then they can hopefully view everything else in the gallery. Oh, yeah, right. I will certainly have tons of stuff up for people to get visuals. I know we're already All the socials pushing you guys on the social media. We'll be continuing to do that. But awesome. if people want to see your stuff, KellyRussoArt.com Art, and KellyBrodrickArt.com. Nice. <laughs> yes. I tell you, there's something for keeping it simple. It really is. <laughs> totally when somebody's looking up. for it, you know, you throw in these random things and it's like, right. You guys always mean? want more followers on Instagram. Sure. And, yeah. Yeah. Can't hurt. Jeez. Yeah, we'll have to get all your links. It. It's like Kelly yeah. underscore Russo underscore Art mm-hmm. is my Instagram. Yeah, and we'll have links for all that stuff. Like, Perfect. you know, when we put Great. the podcast exactly. out, I'm sure that. Uh, yeah, we'll link yeah. that to the main site, and the main site will have links to everything else for awesome. you. So. Wonderful. Yeah. Thank and you. Maybe Claude will follow up, try to get some pages for because we're trying to, like, have that. Yeah, whole Claude makes fun area. reels. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're trying I was to. Like, I can't do that. We're trying to get, like, pages set up on the website, too, to link to, like, artists that oh, wow. we have connected to, like, almost like just like a pass through. From our site to get to your right. site That's or your, your social media. Thank so you. Yes. Yeah, like we were saying, we'll trying to build try that to. central hub of the social artists just so that, you know, there's a listing of everybody. Right. That's amazing. Yeah. People come to us all the time like, do you know any right. portrait artists? Or do you know yeah, any, like, before it was, let me go check the bulletin board. Let me see whose cards up here. Because off the top of my head, you know, yeah. maybe I don't remember. Yeah, having a point yeah, of reference. Having I mean, something we, have we can a, you show know, you. There's so many artists that come in here too. And then like, I don't know. I mean, I've had this conversation with Caitlin who was in, the last podcast, it was a portrait photographer and, you know, recommended her to my friend Mike, who was also an artist, but like, because he needed a senior portrait done. And it's like, right. you know, we're almost like a go-between because we have like, tons of people that come in that are looking for art. We right. also have tons of artists that come in and it's right. like, right. you know, almost like pairing them up and, and by giving artists an opportunity to like feature work or having to be able to introduce them to people that are obviously interested in framing art, which probably means they're interested in art in general. It just seems like a natural fit. That's great. Yeah, you guys have been so generous with your like time and we enjoy it that's half the battle it's not exactly it's not complicated uh, when you're actually you know interested <laughs> totally. in, like in enjoyed you know seeing and you know working with this stuff so mm-hmm. well I'm excited you guys stop by and I can't wait for Thursday night see what kind of crowd comes in yeah. I'm sure yeah. there's going to be a lot more uh, hoping everybody that your card dots. shows up yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> right thank you guys so much yeah, yeah this is great thank you well I want to thank everybody for listening with us today and we'll see you next time all right See ya!